Hey everyone, welcome to episode 99 of the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from the J-Cave. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? 99! 99, you know what that means next week, bud. That means, guess what? We the best podcast! podcast. And since it's that decade, we talk about we the best music! Don't sue us. It's just how you do your job. You know, speaking Whatever. of number nine, number 99. Yes, representing the Yankees tonight. Congrats to Aaron Judge, of course. Seriously, for hitting, breaking Roger Maris's record. For those of you who don't know, we are in New York and we are congratulating Aaron Judge for breaking the all time American League record for the New York Yankees. Heck to the yeah, guys. Come on. Not, so. and- and just real quick before we get down to business, and plus I'd rather talk about that than what we have to talk about tonight. Trust me. Um, <laughs> yes. Do we have to? Can we? Can we just talk about how much of a great time we have? The killers, Connor. I think the folks want to hear that. Um, oh, so so Bill and I, as those you don't know, Bill and I, ninety nine and sixty two is the Yankees' record right now. And yesterday, number ninety nine hit number sixty two. Yes, that is one hundred percent true. And we we watched it happen on. Uh, Live TV, so yeah. Okay, so what you say? You say wouldn't the folks rather hear us talk about how much of a good time we had at the Killers concert last week? I, I think the good folks would rather hear about that. So full disclosure, everyone: Bill and I, and Bill's brother Dan, who who uh, well, we, he's a big fan of us. Uh, we we all saw the Killers this past Friday night at Madison Square Garden, and we had a wonderful time. It was a oh. beautiful, beautiful occasion for many of us. And Bill, what happened? It was a great show. It was an awesome show. I am a little pissed that Bruce Springsteen did not show up at my show, but he showed up at the next show. I was a little pissed off, but that's okay. You know who was actually at the next show? Who? Dr. Matt Hebsley's sister. Dr. Matt Hemsley, your sister's one lucky lady right there. I mean, I've seen it happen before with other shows when Bruce Springsteen's come out, but it was there would have been like they did a song with him, whatever, right? It was great. They just didn't do it um, with him that, at that night. But that, that's okay. It's okay, everyone. We're you all were hoping, You were hoping for it. I remember you even had your Bruce Springsteen shirt on. I had my Bruce Springsteen Born to Run shirt underneath my Killers t-shirt that I got that night. I was so excited. So, But it was awesome. Uh, and full disclosure, we're going to dedicate tonight's show to the wonderful ladies who are sitting in my section and all around the garden. If you have not been to a killer show, there's a lot of women at that show. Just saying. There is. There is. Bill is single. I have a girlfriend. But we were just stating the facts. It's it's, it's the killers and Bon Jovi. Molly, don't kill them. I promise. Yeah, please don't. It's just the truth, though. If he, he was behaving really- himself. I texted him throughout the show to make sure he was behaving himself. Yes, 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 he did. Um, but no, we, we want to dedicate it to all the women who go to Bon Jovi shows and the killer shows. Just saying. This is for all the hot chicks. This is for all you ladies out there. Tonight. This is all for you lovely women out there. Yes, yes, yes. But Bill, what is tonight's topic for our 99th episode of Mixed Bag? Do we have to? Yes. It's to wrap up our entire segment here. We're talking about the 2010s. Music through the decades, part six, the twenty tens. So for music we from two thousand today, folks, we're sorry. We, we, we listen. We 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 literally decided to do this a week before our one hundredth show. 
because I, I said for several weeks back, why don't we do like a part one through six or one through five? Let that carry us over until we get to the 100th. I was hesitant at first. He was hesitant, but now we got it working. That's okay. We're all here now. We're all here in fun games. And uh, but yeah, tonight we're going to be talking about the 2010s music from that decade in particular. So there was a lot of pop music. There was a lot of rock music. There was a lot of hip-hop. We're going to delve into just the, the big hitting heavy hitter ones tonight. And Bill and I have decided to just talk about a group that formed in 2010, but they made it really, really, really big in 2012 with their debut album, Night Visions. And, of course, we're talking tonight about Imagine Dragons. Bill, this is Bill's forte right here. Bill, why don't you go off first? Okay, the reason – okay, but – Imagine Dragons will always hold a special place in my heart. Yep. And the reason being is because they were actually my first concert. Awesome. Okay. I And I remember the date, too. What was it, Bill? March 1st, 2014, the Mohegan Sun Arena. Wow. A little while ago, but yes, go on. In Eucanesville, Connecticut. Um. I think that's how you say it. You can't. You can't. I don't know how it's said, it's said, but whatever. All you lovely folks in the great state of Connecticut, you know how you say that. So yes, yes, yes. Of course. I apologize for butchering. Um, but anyway, they sort of that like you know twenty tens, that twenty tens type, you know, pop rock. Pop rock music, you know, it was they they really got big in 2013 with, of course, their big hits known as Radioactive, Radioactive, whoa, 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 I'm Radioactive, Radioactive. That was a big hit. It broke a record at the time for the law, one of the biggest singles ever to chart the Hot 100. It, it really lasted longer. Then Jason Mraz's I'm Yours in the Hot 100. It lasted for 87 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. You know what? I have to say this. You know who that's a favorite song of? I'm Yours. Go ahead. Take a wild guess. Is it Justin Favaro? Or is it Dr. Matt Hemsley? It's Dr. Matt Hemsley. Um, I I tried. It's Dr. Hemsley. Um, Anyway, but... (laughs) But no, Imagine Dragons, I first heard them, actually, my brother actually introduced me to them. Uh-huh. And he said, yeah, there's this band, they're called Imagine Dragons, and it was when that song Radioactive was just blowing up on the station, on yeah. the radio station. He's like, yeah, there's this new band, they're called Imagine Dragons. Well, new-ish. New-ish. Yeah. But... I started really getting into them and they're a nice pop rock band. Mm-hmm. They have a nice, um, and I think that's how best you would describe their sound pop rock. Is that right? I would say so. I mean, a, a pop rock alternative rock. That's probably my wheelhouse with that. I would say. Yep. And yeah, so I, 
Yeah, I really like, and also a lot of their other songs. We got to talk about their other songs besides Radioactive. Um, oh, of course. They have plenty of other great songs, too. I really love It's Time. Oh, that's a great one. It's time to begin. Is it in? I love that one. I'm never changing who I am. Um, On top of the world. I'm on top of the world, right? Eh? I'm on top of the world, right? Eh? When I went to go see them in um in concert, my first concert, I remember when they played that song, they had these big balls of confetti. Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> balls of confetti just dropped through the ceiling and they just popped open. And they just popped open. And it was just all over the place. It was great. I would say On Top of the World is probably my favorite Madden Dragon song. I don't know. I'll give you the list in a minute. But um, what I also like is um, is I um, what's it called? Uh, Thunder? Demons. Oh, Demons is good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but if you move on to, but not Thunder's really good. Oh, and that's a good one too, yeah. Thunder. Hear the thunder. Lightning but, and the thunder. But when I began, but when I went to go see their first concert, uh, then as my first concert, I was really starting to like a lot of their earlier stuff, like their pre-radioactive stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a song, it's called, um, it's called Tiptoe. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I know that one. I didn't know it coming. Hey, yeah. Tiptoe higher. Brace yourself. Take your head with your head down low. Yeah, yeah. Tiptoe higher. Just JT. Nobody else could take me higher. Nobody else. Woo, Bill's on fire tonight, kids. That is a good song, and I don't care what anyone else says. Exactly. And also another very underrated song by Imagine Dragons is called The River. That's actually a really good one, too, yeah. They go, I bathed in the river for everyone else, but for everyone but myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, there, there was a song called Fallen. Yeah, some religious themes here because... Dan Reynolds, and I don't know if the rest of the band is, but Dan Reynolds is a Mormon. Yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't Vegas have a big Mormon? Nevada's near Utah, so. Right, of course. Geography with Bill. Um, Geography with Bill. Yeah, but but no, it's so weird because we talked about this last week. um, You know how a lot of these alternative bands, their lead singers are Mormon. Brendan Flowers of the Killers, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. You said he's Mormon, right? Uh, Yes, as far as I know, yep. And the guy from Neon Trees, the lead singer, the the guy goes, everybody talks too much. He's Mormon. So, yeah, I don't know what causes Mormons to get into alternative rock. I, I really don't know. But once you think about it, and, you know, I was thinking about this last week with the Killers and even with Imagine Dragons, with both of those bands, once you think about it, dude, their, their music is relatively clean. 
And what, what do you mean by clean? Like sound not wise? A of, or not a lot of swearing, not a lot of. Oh, yeah. No, it, that actually is a very true point, actually. I mean, bands like Killers and Imagine Dragons, like. There's no you know, explicit language. There's really no, there's not a lot of swearing. There's not a lot of sexual content. It's very clean for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, it's not like, um, oh God, it's not uh, like more. It's not more like heavy driven, like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's more like pop rock in a sense, but the alternative rock part does play into them. So, you know, you know what song when I saw them, you know what song they actually closed with? Not Radioactive. That was the second to last song. They actually closed with a song called, and I think it's very perfect to end this, song, this show with. There's nothing left to say. Oh, yeah. That's no, actually there's nothing left to say now. That's a good one. I think that's a good one to end the show because there's nothing left to say. Because there's nothing left to say. There's nothing left to say now. Exactly. So there's nothing left to say. It's the end of the show. Thank you. Good night. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, but you know what? Uh, first, I actually want to dedicate this segment to my very dear friend, Miss Allie Wiener, because she is a big Imagine Dragons fan. Um, we all remember Miss Allie. She's made a few appearances and she might be here next week. Yes, we'll have to see, of course, but yes. And the mysterious woman I may or may not marry in Vegas. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, but um. But yeah, um. But I have. Dragons. But you know, I have them because I have a very dear friend of mine who hates Imagine Dragons. Oh really? Okay. My friend, you remember my friend Vinny. Hmm. Yep, not not your cousin Vinny. That's a bad joke. Sorry. No, I don't not have a cousin named Vinny. It was a joke, Phil. Because the movie. I know. My cousin. Sorry, I had to. Anyways, but Vinny, Vinny doesn't like him. No, he doesn't like him. And I have another friend who said that that Imagine Dragons has basically become American Nickelback. I mean, they're pretty popular, though. You know. Yeah, but you know what? Have you noticed they kind of? I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm too crazy about their newer stuff. Yeah, I mean, Enemy came out and it's like, oh, wow, you know, but um, outside of that, they've got like Follow You, Bones, the, the whole Mercury Act stuff. Is that, it's it's good for what it is, but it, to me, it's like they're, they're a fourth or fifth album, you know what I mean? So, Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just haven't been too crazy about their newer stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like it. No, of course. It's just it, it's changing. And They're evolving. Is change relatively good, or I mean, don't bands need to evolve into other things too? If you think about it, you know, once you think about it, you're right. So, I mean, and they, there, the, the someone once said that Imagine Dragons was the biggest rock act to emerge in 2011 or 12. I mean. They are huge. They just sold out a stadium. I forget what the stadium was called, but in Vegas, they sold out a huge stadium. Huge oh, Legion stadium. stadium. That's what it was. Yes. They just sold that out. So, uh, yes, it's Vegas. It is their home territory. But at the same time, it's like you forget how big artists get so quickly nowadays. And we'll talk about that, too, when we get to a couple of artists as well. So, but um, but imagine dragons. I mean, they're 
I, I, I like them. They're still helping Rock hold on once you think about it. Bill, do not get me started. Rock is not dead. Just saying. It's uh, really not. Tell me Rock is dead. Well, can I share with you my argument for that? You may. Okay. So full disclosure, I know we're getting off on this quick side tangent, but we're going to go through some other stuff in a second. But, but rock side is, tangents are fun. Yes. The argument that's saying that rock is dead is with is people under the assumption that like it's not the mainstream. So it might not be the mainstream popularity, but but by saying it's dead, what you're saying, if you really think about it and break it down, is that shows rock acts in general, whether it be the Killers, it could be Metallica, it could be U2, it could be any of the old classic rock artists, it could be the Foo Fighters, it could be whatever, Def Leppard. So you're saying that no one goes to those shows, no one's listening to that music, and no one is supporting those types of bands anymore, period. That is, by default, dead meaning inactive. That's the argument that I hear. And when I hear that, I'm like, well, just because something doesn't chart in the Hot 100 anymore doesn't mean it's dead. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, the Killers just, we just saw the Killers at Madison Square Garden. Every single so night. Uh, they sold out Madison Square Garden, folks. Yeah, they've been around for, uh, yes, they've been around for 20 years. But the fact that they can still sell out, even though they're a relatively young act, um, that, that just shows how people are drawn to this music. I mean, I, 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 I didn't tell this part, Bill. I was sitting next to a guy at the, at the Killers show. Where he followed them on this tour, so yeah, he, he told me this. Like, and they were just getting ready to go to Boston, and they literally were taking the train up to Boston to see him in Boston too. They literally followed them from Chicago to New York, and then he said, "I have friends that saw them in Tennessee." So, I, for the people who say that rock is dead, I'd like to point out that you're wrong, and simply say that by saying that it's dead. Meaning that no one goes to the My Chemical Romance tour that's happening. And it's a huge success. No one's going to that, right? But right, Bill. No one's going to see it. No one's Press. going to that. Well, I, a very dear friend of mine actually just saw them in concert. Exactly my point. No, no one's going to see Green Day anymore on uh, whenever they tour and sold out everywhere they go. No one's going to see Motley Crue, Metallica, Def Leppard, Bruce Springsteen, U two, uh, Journey. To, you know, rock is dead. No one cares. No one goes to the shows anymore. No one supports the music. There's no monthly listeners on Spotify. It's all dead. By saying you're dead, that's what you mean. So rock is not dead. It's just not the center of the cultural moment. As it was. AJT, it's me. Typical 2010s frat guy with a, with a sideways hat. I just want to say, rock is totally dead. We listen to EDM now. That's real freaking music. You know, music that that made by machines that we get drunk and have the best sex ever to. And we and we take so much ecstasy when we listen to it, man. It's awesome. So rock is dead. EDM is so alive. Thank you for playing the stereotypical idiot, Bill. Uh, I'm sorry. Was that my was that my uh was that my friend side work? Sideways hat, twenty ten frat frat guy. That was yeah, that was that was that guy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I hate that guy. I really do. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. But like, well, well, my I point, locked my door. He's not coming back. Good. <clears throat> well, my point is, ladies, we're gonna get to other artists in a second too that are not just rock artists. But like, there's other just because it's not the central center center of the cultural moment. Like, hello, I mean, you can like like it or hate it, but Machine Gun Kelly's past two records, 
we're pop punk they bloody are. valentine and they charted the hot 100 yeah so you know take that all you naysayers yeah machine gun kelly i'm sure we'll talk about him because he went through a big style change yeah well, well he his first pop punk album was in 2020 so that's you know we won't really touch on that but still mm. um you know you know what i mean but bottom line rock is not dead it's just not the center, at least in the United States. If you look up the mainstream music, the, the mainstream music in Australia, South America, and Europe, it's rock and roll music, regardless of how old it is or how new it is. It's all rock and roll. Um, a band like The Killers can sell it anywhere in Europe. A band like Muse can sell it anywhere in Europe, South America, uh, even parts of Asia. Brian Adams is the same way. So in the United States, it's like uh, I feel like the rest of the world is looking at the U.S. saying, you guys are idiots by listening to Drake. That's the way I look at that. So, But that's the motto, JT. That yo, yo, that's the motto. That's the motto. But that, that's my point. Is that like, I feel like, the, I feel like, I feel like the United, we're going off on a big tangent, forgive me. But I feel like the U.S. is looked at like, it's like a, oh, how could they let rock and roll slip? But, but in reality, two thirds of, of their audiences are across the planet. Like Australia, South America, like the rock in Rio in like Brazil. There's 150,000 people there to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Come on. Rock is dead, right? Yeah, totally. It's dead. It's dead, right? That one, again, that would mean that the music, there's no one listens to the music. No one is supporting the music. No one's buying it. Nothing's charting on the Billboard 200. Imagine Dragons has had the past, their past four or five albums chart number one. Uh, Green Day, Blink-182. These are all bands. Red Hot Chili Peppers, same thing. We got, we got other stuff to get to, but before we get to that, anything you'd have to say to my friend who just left back sideways hat 2010 strat guy? Yes. Uh, what would you like to say to him? Uh, get off my show. You're not invited. <laughs> not you, but your friend. <laughs> yeah, um, my friend who, don't worry, my door is locked. He's not good. coming back. So he bottom line... Have, Bottom line, rock is not dead. It's just not the center of the cultural moment right now. It could come back at any given point in the U.S., but still. So to all our listeners across the globe, we love you. Go support that rock and roll music. Drums, Go bass, guitar, it. and vocals. Drums, bass, guitar, and vocals, kids. And maybe the piano, too. Who knows? Anyways, I digress. Uh, talk about. Let's jump over to the next, another artist. We're just going to jump around tonight. Okay. Ed Sheeran. Oh, I really like him. I really respect the hell out of this, man. Ed Sheeran um, is. You want to go first? Yeah, you could start since I started the last time. All right. So Ed Sheeran is an artist. Truthfully, I really like. I mean, I he's coming. He's touring next year in 2023. I spoke oh. to my family about this, and they were like, "Oh, maybe." But they're like, "We would love to go see Ed Sheeran." I'm like, "Oh, cool." Where? And I looked at where he was playing. He's playing stadiums across the U.S. Oh, I would love to see him. I would love to go see him. I'll, I'm not going to disclose what my job is, but Bill, I'll see if I can get you a ticket for free. With you know what, so you the man, you the man, JT. I'm not saying what I do on air, but still. So, uh, anyways, and I just want to say, no, it's not anything illegal. No, no, I don't do anything illegal. Don't worry, I'm not like um, I'm not doing anything stupid or illegal or whatever. So, um, and not at all. But look, um, Ed Sheeran, one of the biggest most success stories of the 2010s. 
I mean, it's funny. They, they found him by doing like shy, uh, file sharing. And, and the record company picked up, hey, this guy should be good. We want to make you a star. And it's funny. He said something. This is before he got famous. He basically said, look, they said, hey, look, we'll, we'll sign you for $5 million. That's a lot of money. He said, I've already made $10 million on my own selling my own music. Before he got signed by a record label, so come at me with a bigger number, and they they're like, okay, how does I don't know the number, but they said like how does X Y Z sound? They're like, okay, sure. Now he's on a record label. Now he's got a he's got he's producing music and stuff like that. Um, the dude is a really talented guitarist. Um, he he, I feel like he brought the guitar back into the mainstream a little bit uh, instead of instead of stupid computers doing the stupid EDM bullshit. Um, I think that Ed Sheeran is really doing a good job of bringing the guitar back into the fold. He writes things on the guitar. He write, and then he'll play it live and stuff. It's, it's very. He has a band too. Apparently, like I looked at, I follow him on Instagram, on our Super Review Show Instagram. Just you should follow us on. You should follow us on there. I, I do plenty of postings on there on our story feed as well. So check us out there. But Ed is coming. He's touring next year, and I gotta tell you guys, he's like I said, aside from his greatness, he actually has a band that plays really well with him too. So and he and he he's not one of these people when he goes to the stadium, he doesn't sound like like three fourths. He'll go into the middle and the whole 50, 50 or 60,000 people will be around him. That's pretty cool. So. But he's, he, he literally came out of nowhere, which is great. He's like the way that Billy Eilish was found as well. So she, she was on she was on SoundCloud and they gave her a career, too. So which is crazy as well. We'll talk about her. In, well, I'll talk about her. So, yeah. Well, you know what? With Ed Sheeran, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it took me a little while to grow on him, to grow on me. I mean, it, it, it modern. I've, I'm just gonna say modern music in general. As someone who was raised literally listening to Chuck Berry and the Beach Boys, and Elvis Presley, and then gradually going up as time went on, it's a lot. But modern music is is, is around me physically now. But yeah, it's hard to get into modern music for me. But go on. But you want to? No, I will even. I'll say no, dude. I was the same way. Like. When I was, when I was mainly in like end of middle school, throughout high school, I'm like I'm, I only listen to classic rock. I don't listen to yeah. Beyonce. I don't listen to Jay Z. Yep. I don't listen to what of the big artists was popular. I don't listen to that crap. No, neither did I. And but then, you know what, folks? I'm about to teach you a very important lesson. Lay them on him, Bill. If you cut yourself off to other types of music, you're doing a real big disservice to yourself. Yes, 100% agreed. You're doing a really big disservice to yourself. And I'm like thinking, but you know, like with, um, like, you know, like a lot of the bands that we, you know, like Imagine Dragons, my brother got me on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Ed Sheeran, I got on to him when I was in, um, when I was in college. When, like, the first song I really liked by him was a song called, um... Was Thinking Out Loud? No, it was a song called Photograph. Oh, it's a, I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, it's good. You can keep me inside the pocket of your rig jeans Holding me closer till our eyes meet Because I had heard that song a lot. And the reason why I really liked that song is I was... 
I, I went, I was at a dorm town show and some guy was playing that song. I'm like, I heard that song before. Someone's, oh, that's Photograph. I had Sharon. I'm like, oh, maybe I need to give it another listen because I just was turned off from Ed Sheeran for a little bit. Like, oh my God, this pretty boy, redhead kid from England. Shut up. Right, right, right. But then when I started listening, like his music is actually really good. Um, think it out loud. I'll be honest. I can take a leave. Is it overrated? I think it's slightly overrated. I don't think it's a terrible song. Like it's not like when I, if you put it on, I'm gonna go into a murderous rage. No, but no, it, no, no, of course not. Eh, I can take it or leave it. Um, perfect is okay. <laughs> perfect is not perfect. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, you're a good man, Bill. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I really also like um. I really like um, Castle on the Hill. That's a great song. Even Galway Girl. Galway uh, Girl is extremely underrated. And I blast that song every St. Patrick's Day. And guess if I have any yeah. regrets. Do you have any regrets? Absolutely fucking not. Hell yeah, buddy. You played a fiddle in an Irish band, but you fell in love with an Englishman. Kiss her on the neck, and then I took her by the hand. Baby, I just want to dance. I met her on Robin Street outside. Okay, you all know the song, and I don't want to get yeah, hit with YouTube, don't sue us. What was that? YouTube, don't sue us. Oh, that's a headline. Ed Sheeran sues random guy. Ed Sheeran sues a random guy. No, not just any random guy. He sues Bill. The, the Superview Show, Bill. <laughs> um, But anyway... Some of his newer stuff I've really been liking. Bad Habits is great. I really like Bad Habits. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, outside of Shape of You, which was everywhere. Um, I really like the song. I really, my probably new favorite Ed Sheeran song is probably Shivers. That's a good one, too. I like that one a lot, yeah. We're gonna dance to the sunlight cracks. I really like Shivers. Good song. And he's fantastic. Yeah, that's a good I one. I really like Edge. I really do like Ed Sheeran. It's like I used to be, I used to be, oh, I don't want to hear this guy ever again, too. Yeah, he's okay, too. I kind of like him, too. I actually do consider myself a fan. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him. He's on my list of I, people to see. I want to see him, too. You think of what I'm thinking? Let's, Let's go. go together. We're going. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. I really, yeah, I really, um, yeah, but you know what? Like I said that last time, like when I said when I first, when I was first saying, I was just Ed Sheeran, just anything. Just when I just totally just shut myself off and just listened to to classic rock. Classic rock's great. No, don't get me wrong, but it is. My lesson to you folks is don't cut your don't cut yourself off from other types of music because you're just Absolutely. doing a big disservice to yourself. Yeah, I mean the the beautiful thing about music in general is that it's all subjective and there's so much of it out there. If you just limit yourself to one type of music, yeah. Again, you're really not doing anything for yourself. I mean, I applaud people who are like, oh, I love the jazz stuff. I love blues. Like, good for you, man, because it's really good stuff, too. But yeah. But, um, yeah. But, even uh, but, even like supermarket. Sit around and listen to EDM like my friend. Oh, yeah. I told you if you actually studied instead of listening to EDM, you'd have to cheat off my test and college, asshole. Sorry, we have a lot of, I have, we have a lot of gripes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bill is is arguing with his his alter ego self. That's not really good right now. So, yeah, I'm okay. sorry. I hope you all don't think I'm crazy. Um, no, no, you're, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Uh, but, anyway, uh, but Edge, bottom line, what's up? But no, but yeah, 
expose yourself to other types of music. That's my main lesson. It's like I said, it took me a while to start listening to other types of music. Like, and you know, I hate to go back to last week with the killers. Like when I, I, I've heard the band before, but then when I heard Mr. Price, I was, I know this song. And then I started listening to other things. It's yeah. But Ed Sheeran though, I really freaking love him. And he's so good. You know, he's actually represented by the rep, um, by the rep, um, by the, by the rep, by the company that represents Elton John or Elton John rubs that Elton John. Like, like the, Elton, the, the record company that Elton John uh, is Elton part John of? Elton John has a representation firm, I think. Okay. And that firm represents Ed Sheeran. Oh, okay, cool. I wasn't sure. Yeah, and they're actually good friends. Yeah, they did a whole they did a whole Christmas song together. <laughs> is Elton John friends with everybody? Elton John is just friends with everyone nowadays. I think he's it's just friends with everyone. I think he just because like, he's, he's Elton John, <laughs> except Madonna. But nobody's friends with Madonna nowadays, anyway. So, no, not at all. So, but anyway, um, but Ed Sheeran is he's doing good. Yeah. Um. We're proud of him. <laughs> Good for you, Ed. Keep, Good keep job, going. Ed. Keep going. We and we we hope to see you next year. Yes, we hope to see you, uh, Ed Sheeran. If you could give us tickets, you could reach us at one eight hundred God Bill. God Bill. And uh, you could DM us at the Superview Show, or email us at the Superview Show at gmail dot com. Just email us to like ten, like ten tickets. Call it a day. Just saying. Wait, ten tickets. Yeah. Mm, um, who are we gonna take? Well, you're part of that group. Don't worry. Yeah, it's going to be us two and uh, who else? My fa- my family. Okay, your family. And you know what else sister. we got? Okay, what do you say? We got to include Molly. Yes, we got to include you Molly. You know who else we got to include? Who? We got to include no. Dr. Matt Hemsley. We have to include him. He's Dr. Matt Hemsley. Hopefully he comes on next week for our 100th show. Just I saying. hope he can. Um, I hope he can too. Yeah, but um, yeah. We don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. We'll see. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, bottom line, Ed Sheeran, great singer songwriter, great guitarist. He truly is a modern day treasure. He's really talented lyricist too. I mean, his lyrics are great. Um, oh God, memes. Uh, memes. Let's see. No. The memes. No. 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 Ed Sheeran memes. I'm just kidding. Oh, but um, Ed Sheeran memes are fun. <laughs> all right. How could we be demised to not talk about this person who has, who, by the way, just want to put this out there, everyone, has put out five albums, has, no, sorry, has four albums out since her last tour and is putting out a fifth one next in the coming weeks. That is Taylor Swift. And he is not afraid to say that. No, I am not afraid. So Taylor Swift, ladies and gents, is, all right. If we're going to be brutally honest with you guys, I have, I am actually a big, I, I would not say I'm a Swifty, but I'm a, I'm a fan that as, as I love Metallica to death, but if I need to shake my, myself silly, yes, I said silly. If I'm going to shake it off, I'm going to shake it off. If you don't know, oh, I've shaken it off before too. I, I, I've done it in private and I don't care. So just, that's me. Taylor Swift was, a megastar towards the end of the 2000s into the 2010s with we're never getting back together, shake it off. 
Um, I'm forgetting it. Style. Good guy. I love style. It's such a great, great song. Lover. Uh, you need to calm down. Like she you is. Calm a, down. Yeah, she's a really talented. Ta- I would I would say she's gonna be around for the next twenty years. I, I would say she's been around for this long so far. She's still massively popular. I guarantee you, she's gonna be around for a long time in the in the music industry. She's not she's not in, she's not in it to win it. She's in it to be a success story, a legend. And uh, her, her, I mean, yes, she released two albums in, during quarantine uh, called Folklore and Evermore. A lot of people were like surprised at that. Like I know I'm not going to say who it is, but someone I know was like, this is sucks. It's a terrible record. Terrible, two terrible albums. I'm like, look, I know you're not. What I want to say to this person is this. I know you're a huge Taylor Swift fan. I know you're not a fan of that style of music, like of folk rock or folk guitar playing. Like the songs were heavily influenced by uh, Bob Dylan, believe it, on Folklore and Evermore. Yeah, that's a, a, a contemporary pop singer, adult, whatever, right? She learned from Bob Dylan and she learned from Bruce Springsteen to an extent on some of those records, on some of, some of those earlier records that they put out. She learned from them and said, you know what? I'm going to make an album and I'm going to drop it and the world's going to accept it or hate it. She's got guts. For releasing folklore and evermore, uh, folklore and evermore, like there's some, there's some really, it's a completely different style than than, than her pop songs, like shake it off. And she went from shake it off to like, like evermore and folklore stuff. It's crazy. So they were, so, but if you go back and look up the information about the how she recorded it, if you and I know some people are gonna say to this, who the hell is this person? If you go back and listen to Bob Dylan, that was a huge influence on her for those two records during quarantine. That's why I think my friend, like, because he's not a Bob. I mean, I like Bob Dylan. You know my thoughts on Mr. Dylan. Yeah, overrated, I know. But, and his voice, if you can get past his voice and you can get past some of his, his, the way, like his sounds, if you can pass that and understand some of his lyrics, that's what she was going for with those two records. She was going for, and there are some people who hate Bob Dylan. There's some people who love Bob Dylan. There's some people who hate Taylor Swift. There's some people who love Taylor Swift. But my, my, the point I'm trying to make is that she took time out of her quarantine life to make two records that sounded like a folk album. And it was a huge critical acclaim. Fans were like, Oh my god, not all fans, but most of the fans were like, Oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, people were flipping out over it. The stuff was charting, and it brought a lot of that stuff back to the mainstream and showed how a, a name like her could still do something like that. And it really uh, showed her creative side more than anything else. And I think she's going to be around for a long time. So, yeah, Bill, so, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? Ah, uh, that is a good question. Um, I, th- I think it's Shake It Off, just saying. Uh, I've had fun memories with that song. And it included, uh, and yes, folks, it involved alcohol. Um, oh, that made it even better. Yeah, but um, anywho, um, I really do like, um, I really do like, um, you need to calm down. You need to go calm down. You're getting much too loud. Um, 
you know what? Okay, I'll be honest. This, this song I'm going to say, when it came out, I freaking hated that song. This song. But now it's kind of grown on me. You Belong With Me. Really? That was like her first big single. I used to, I hated that song when it came out. Yeah, me too. Because I was, again, I was in my closed-minded, I only listen to classic rock phase. Um, me I too. Of, I had a lot of weird phases. Um, yeah. We all did. We all did. Um, but anyway, um, but anyway, um, but you know, I really did like um I really do like a love story. That was a big hit. That was a big I, it's a, I don't even want to sing it because I otherwise we'll all know the words immediately. So yeah, but um but you know what? It's yeah, yeah. Here's your entertainment tonight, folks. Two grown men talking about Taylor Swift. Um Yes, and then train wreck as well, because we're gonna talk about that too, right? And no, I'm just kidding. Um it's a, it's a great movie, but anyways. No, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, so funny. Yeah, but I actually did. Um, I actually do like her. Um, yeah, me too. And you know what? Not just her music; she just seems so nice. Yeah, I mean, some people are like, "Oh, she's ugly," or "Oh, she's." I think she's pretty uh, cute. Yeah, I mean, well, she's Taylor Swift, so. Um, but she's definitely got the brains of, of being a musician as well. She's like, she's an artist first and foremost, which I respect truthfully a lot. So. And midnights, I can't wait to hear that. So. Yeah. But um, no, I, um, yeah, I, I actually, you know, because, you know, there were a lot of jokes made about her in the early days. Like, Oh yeah. 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 About like every time she got with a guy, it'd be like, Future song title. Yeah, future song topic right here. Future song because she writes a song about she wrote a song about all her breakups going, oh, new boyfriend. Or should we call future hit song? Yeah, right. Um after all, we are never ever ever getting back together. You and I just no, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I kind of do like that song. We are never ever ever. That's a great song. Um but she, but you know, like, and she just seems so sweet, though. She just seems really sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's, I mean, I respect her enough as an artist, so and you know, and you know, what also, um, I love that she's able to make fun of herself. That she made like she you, about her squeaky clean image, she made fun of herself, which I can respect that. Yeah, like, look and, what you just made me do. Yeah, but also, we all know that. What really, what really, it put her on the map, but she was already on the map. We all know what it was. Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time. Of all time. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Kanye. Nobody likes you. Go away. Your name is Yeez Us. No, nah, no, nah, like the VMA Music Awards. Like, to be honest with you, that is like the most normal thing that's happened at the VMAs. That's actually true. Because you've had people get into fights backstage. That was actually probably the most normal thing that happened in the VMAs. What you think about it? I agree. Kurt Cobain and Axel Rose get into a fight. We talked about that two weeks ago. 
Yeah, from what? Guns N' Roses and Nirvana. What Kanye West did to Taylor Swift, that's probably got to be the most painful thing that happened. Um, yeah, I'd say so. But any, but now, like I said, like Beyonce, lover or hater, <laughs> I do have respect. We all know the story when she won her video, when she won her award, she said, you know what, Taylor, come back up, finish your speech. Um, but no, Taylor Swift is... Yeah, I'm sure Jay-Z is looking at like, why are you hitting on my wife, Kanye? What's going on? <laughs> like, that happened at the Grammys a few years later. He goes, hey, dude, hands off my wife. I know Kim Kardashian dumped you because you're a psycho, but please stay away from me and my wife. Yeah, um, if you if you want to piss off Bill, you can reach him at one eight hundred got Bill and talk no, to Kanye. No, do not. Um, 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 you know what? I have some very sad news for you all. I am going to be moving in the next two days. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. So Kanye cannot contact me. I will be moving to an undisclosed location, and uh, I, I instruct the IRS to send all the all the things I I owe to them to JT's house. So. Uh, no, thanks. Now Jesus is going to come to my house. <laughs> what was that? Now Jesus is going to come to my house. I instruct uh, all bills I owe and uh, everyone who wants to kick my ass. Um, I instruct you to all go to JT's house. Um, oh, my God. All right. Well, there uh, goes I'm that. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do uh, that to you. How does this relate to Taylor Swift? What's going on? I'm just I don't know. It's us. Um, it's us. Yeah, but no, I really do like Taylor Swift. Like I said, I used to make fun of her a lot because, oh, new boyfriend, future song topic. Yeah, exactly. And then Um, she's like, nah. Yeah, but that joke is so 2010. It really is. Yeah. You know who she actually used to date? Here's an interesting thing. She used to date Robert Kennedy's grandson for a while. Really? I didn't know that. This has been. We haven't done this in a while, actually. This has been Random Fox with Bill. Random with Bill. Ow! And if you guess what song that's a parody of. I'll give you a hint. We talked about them on this podcast. <laughs> it, that's all I'm going to say. What, and what do you win? You have, if you win, if you guess that right, you have the free and the you're the direct winner of a 1-800-GOT-BILL t-shirt. Signed by Bill himself, and we're gonna mail it to your address. Can you? And also, that? you win something even better. Will they win, Bill. My respect. Yes, they win his respect. But anyway, um, but yeah. T-Swift. So Taylor Swift. Well, what did you think before we go into the next topic? What did you think about when she went from country to um, pop to, to pop music? I think her. Uh, I think her pop <laughs> stuff is actually really good. I'm a big fan of the I'm a big fan of the pop stuff. I actually like shake it off my ex. It's it's it's, it brings a smile to my face. So yeah, you know what? You come on, all you guys out there. You 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 secretly like a Taylor Swift song. Come on, there's no shame. There's no shame in liking T Swift guys. We don't judge. We don't judge. There's no judgment here. No judgment. So, but yeah, bottom line, Swifty, we love you. You're awesome. You are welcome on our podcast anytime if you reach this. <laughs> please, please come on. We'd love to have you on. I'd love to ask you questions about how Folklore and Evermore came about in your like, mindset to do something. It's very fascinating to me. Anyways, I digress. Uh, but yeah, Taylor Swift, everyone. We love you. Who do we got next? Let's see. Hmm. Oh, 
Bill, how could we not talk about that? Well, we 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 could have brought them up last week, but I'm glad we're bringing them up. They had more success now than they did initially. And oh, are you ready for this, Bill? Let's hear it. We're going to talk about Moron Five. Uh, did I say Moron? I meant Maroon Five. Maroon Five. Yeah, that that band that claims that they're not a band anymore. What are they if they're not a band? They're just Adam Levine being a psychopath at this point. I wouldn't call him a psychopath. Maybe a douchebag, but not a psychopath. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but bottom line, Moron 5. And I'm, I'm not Maroon saying... Moron 5. Excuse me, Moron 5. <laughs> you know what? Since we didn't talk about them last week, I think it's fair that we talk about both their works from that decade and the yes. decade we're discussing. I was thinking the same thing. So here's the other one. I, I, and folks, I say more on more on five about Maroon Five, because here's the deal. I'm actually a big, big, big fan of them. I I went through a Maroon Five phase, ladies and gentlemen, and from songs about Jane to um, it won't be long long before soon to hands all over to overexposed, which was great, uh, to uh, the first half of V. And uh, five, whatever it's called, and then and then it, I stopped listening to their stuff from there, except for like one or two songs from Red Pill Blues or Jordy. Jordy was terrible. Just saying, don't ever listen to that album. I'm not kidding. It was awful. We did a whole episode on our other show, Career Retrospectives, talking about that one album, and we roasted them. <laughs> it was that. Do not listen to Jordy. Jordy might be the one of the worst releases I've ever heard in my life. Where's the Metallica's with, thing with uh, um, Louis? Jordy. Yeah, Jordy. It had two hit songs on it, and that was it. It had Beautiful Mistakes, which was really good. I like that song a lot. And Memories. But Memories and is just depressing to me. And Maroon 5. Well, and that song was played at Kobe Bryant's memorial service, so that makes it even more depressing. It makes it very – it's just a depressing song. But Beautiful Mistakes – was I like that song a lot, but outside of those two, that's that album is just terrible, terrible album. Red Pill Blues ain't that much better. You know, like what it's I'll funny. Be yeah, hold, hold, hold on like, a sec. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. Really quick, Jordy makes Red Pill Blues look like American Idiot. Bill, did you hear that? I'm not sure where Bill. Sorry, went. I'm right here. I was just okay. getting me some ice cream. Okay, good. S- snack away. But look, Jordy makes Red Pill Blues look like Green Day's American Idiot. It's really? that bad. Yeah, like those two records are terrible. Long story short, I'm a fan of everything before this time period of 2017 prior Maroon Five. It's my favorite Maroon Five song is "She Will Be Loved." My favorite Maroon 5 album is Songs About Jane. And ever since that point, they, like, I can remember moves like Jagger on the radio. I can remember uh, oh, One More Night, Payphone, um, on the radio. Because these were super high pop rock songs by a band that I really liked. And I will say Overexposed has a lot of really good songs on it. Um, outside of the big hits on it, like Payphone, like um, um, uh, One More Night, like 
Uh, daylight is my second favorite Maroon 5 song. I love it. In the daylight, da, 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 whatever it was, I forget. I love that song. It's really solid. Maroon, uh, that's Maroon 5 at its finest, truthfully. But what, what, so I'm not here to bash them, but I will say this. They were huge in like the world during this time. And they still are to this day. They're one of the biggest bands on the planet. Um, the one thing that annoys me, though, is that Adam Levine's like, oh, we're, we're, you know, rock music is nowhere. I just said that it's not because everyone got, like, we just saw the killers and it was a sold out show. Just saying. Um, so him, he, he, he's wrong for saying that. And he was pretty much a terrible human being afterwards. And then all this stuff's coming out about him now, but whatever. Um, but, but if we're just talking about the music, though. And listen, whatever. And I just want to say whatever Adam Levine does in his personal life, it's not our business. Um, exactly. He's got more. Listen, oh, we want. don't condone what he did, but if a parent, okay, that has been going out that he's been cheating on his wife, he's been fooling around. Listen, we I don't condone what happened, but what's going on? That's between him and his wife. That's nothing to do with us. We're just here to talk about his music. Yeah, they. And like, I I I would not call them a pop band. I would call them a pop rock band. Because if you think about it, if you go back and you listen to songs about Jane, you listen to She Will Be Loved, This Love, Harder to Breathe, Sunday Morning, Tangled. You go back and listen to that album. It's not a pop. It's actually a hard-hitting album. And because of the single of She Will Be Loved and also This Love, those things. You, you know what I'm talking about, Bill? This love has taken its toll. Yeah, it, it's such a great they, I still hear that on the radio today. Um, they are one of the biggest selling pop bands, pop rock bands out there. Um, now, th- will they have? They just announced a Las Vegas residency too. I'm curious to see what they play because I think the backlash of Jordy really got to them after a while. So, um, okay. Um, go ahead. Your turn. Sorry. I think my thoughts on Maroon Five are if not the same or very similar to yours. I like the okay. early stuff better. I agree too, 100%. The early my favorite stuff. album of theirs, my favorite album is Songs by Jane. Yeah, I really like She Will Be Loved. Um, I like Harder to Breathe. That's I like such This a good Love. Song. Um... For, as we go on, I'm, I like One More Night. That's an okay song. I like that one, too. Like, a, a recent song that I kind of like, Um, I like Maps. Oh, I forgot about Maps. It's so you good. Know, I love that, that song. The map that leads to you. The map that leads to you. Um, and Sugar. Sugar's a pretty good song. Animals. Baby, I'm praying on you tonight. Aren't you down here, Just like that animals. doesn't sound creepy at all, does it? Not a little bit. That was sarcasm. Um, sorry. Um, um. Anyway, um, twenty, but. I don't know, recent years. I don't really like their music from recent years. I think they kind of sold out. 
Yeah, I would. I wouldn't just say they sold out. I would say that their last two releases are terrible. Because I think they went more. I'll be honest. They went more pop. Yeah, or R and B or whatever. You know, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, Red Pill Blues was just. I mean, I would. I listened to them a lot, and I was like, "Why am I listening to this? This is not good." It was such a shift. It was such. A, also, the featuring stuff on there was terrible. Like featuring this rapper, featuring this rapper, featuring the. No one cares. It was terrible. Yeah. You want to know something? Um, when we were talking about songs about Jay, Jane with this love. Yeah, what about it? That song's a breakup song. Oh, I know. And that was actually remember when we did the whole songs that are misinterpreted. We did a whole segment of songs you shouldn't play at your wedding. Oh, that's one of them for sure. Yeah, that was actually played at my friend's wedding. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Now they, I love them to death. They're, they're awesome people, but um, I didn't know what that song was about until I'm like, huh? Yeah, no, I understand. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah they went on. too popish. They sold out. Yeah, and then Jordy was. I listened. I I I couldn't listen to it again. I could listen to I can listen to Beautiful Mistakes and Memories, and that's it. I was in shock about how terrible it was. But you've seen them in concert, though, have you? I saw them. Actually, I saw them on my birthday in 2018. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. I saw them on my birthday. Yeah. And how were they in concert? Incredible. They rock so hard. It's insane. You know, for a band that's that's such a pop-driven, radio-driven band, they are still a rocking band live. They they covered Highway to Hell at one point. Oh, that must have been interesting. No, no, on one of their earlier albums. If you, you if those you, you got to find this. They they covered Highway to Hell on one of their like one of their albums in two thousand two or three or four. Uh, it was a live album, but they covered Highway to Hell by ACDC. I'm like, what? I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell? Um, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and Adam, we could make your week a little worse from the all oh, the shit that's been going on. We could make your week a lot worse. Um, totally, but we're not going to. We we want we could, but we're not going to. We're nice. We could, but we're not going to. We're too um, nice for that. Yeah, we're way too nice. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, I like the earlier stuff better though. Yeah, I'm a fan of the earlier stuff. I mean, songs about Jane is like just Jane and she will be Adam Levine's ex or something. Yeah, he wrote he wrote songs about his his ex girlfriend. That that's what that's uh, a lot of the songs that I was about. So, but yeah, bottom line, Moron. I mean, Maroon Five is a uh, a very very successful act. But I hope to God that their next album like is better than their, their last two because their last two was atrocious. Um, but yeah, if you haven't already, check them out. They are. Very talented up until 2016. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Um, so I got a I got a live request, not from the chat board, but I got a text message from a friend from my shout out to you, Brendan Mahoney, for talking about Bruno Mars. Okay. 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 All right, all right. We're gonna talk about Bruno Mars for a second. I want to shout out to my dear cousin, who is a great, 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 great family member. And he said, let's talk about Bruno, Bruno Mars. Bill, first and foremost, do you like Bruno Mars? You know what? I have an interested relationship with Mr. Mars. Mr. Mars, tell me more. Well, 
here's the thing. Remember how I've said, like, with some like Maroon 5, I like their earlier stuff better, but I don't like their later stuff? With yeah. Someone like Bruno Mars, his earlier stuff, eh. His later stuff, I actually like his, a lot of his, like, more from, say, like, 2014 on. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I like his stuff from 2014 on. Um, some of his earlier stuff, just the way you are, is a good, is a nice song. Uh, I mean, the Billy Joel one is better. Just saying. Yeah. Just the lazy it. song. Uh, I could take it or leave it. I will say he has a great voice. No, he does. He's very talented. I mean, I, I always say his voice is what carries a lot of his songs for me. But like, really, go ahead. I really like um, I like um, "Locked Out of Heaven." Oh, that's a great song, man! Oh my god. Be like, like I'm not out of heaven. Yeah, I really do like that song. And um, I think uh, like, uh, Uptown Funk. I think I think it was slightly overplayed. I agree it was overplayed. I still like it, but it's definitely overplayed for sure. I felt that that song that song was meant to be used for T Mobile commercials. It kind of was. My favorite Bruno Mars song. It's gotta be Treasure. Yeah, it's a good one. Treasure, that is what you are. It's kind of like a break away from his like pop style, more into like this soulful like R and B type stuff. Yeah, and I I will say I can't. You can't emphasize enough. His voice is just so good. Now he does have a very good voice. Like he he really like. Yeah, his voice is just really. Really good, good, truthfully. I, I like it a lot, especially like when he sings like when I was your man and stuff like that. I mean, he's got emotion. Yeah, and that does have a lot of emotion. Yeah, Mr. Mars. It's pretty funny. He's kind of like the modern day Michael Jackson in a sense. Not like in some bop, aspects. Bop, yeah. bop, choose your words very carefully, my friend. Yeah, sorry. I, I mean, yes, but not. Nowhere near the stature of Michael Jackson. Yeah, because that is. A- I mean, I mean, like vocally wise, yes. Vocal wise, yes. No, I can, like, I can see that. But like, as far as his popularity, Michael Jackson's still on top of the world as far as we're concerned. So, but yeah. Um, Bruno Mars. What can you say? Yeah, I, I, I do like him. He's. I kind of like his more recent. I kind of like everything like post twenty fourteen with him. Yeah, I, I, I nothing even like or um, what's the one? Count on me. I'll be there. <gasps> no, not a fan. Okay, right. you right. like the song? No, it's okay. What do we always? It's say? It's, it's cute. It's for what yeah, it is. Okay. It's you know what? It is kind of cute. It's yeah. I don't. I think because I, I kind of discovered that song when I was in a uh, not good mental state. So um, all good. I kind of uh, affiliate that song when I was in that not good mental state. So uh, oh. this okay. is my, this has been my um, apology tour. Uh, thank you and good night. Um.
So anyway, yeah, I like Bruno Mars. I could take him or leave him. All right, what's next on the docket? All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, how could I mean? There's not really much we can go off on on, on them. I'll tell you, I, I'm 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 looking at my list on my phone, and I made for this. But I want to touch on someone who, uh, in the 2000, 2010s, there was a lot of female singers that were actually really popular. I want to touch on just a couple really quick. Yeah, this is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. Yes, ladies, we love you, Megan Trainer. God, she's gorgeous. She's really cute. Yes, I'm a little jello, but this spy kids guy. <gasps> she's great. I she's got a really good voice. I you know, actually what's up? The song all about that bass kind of had to grow on me because I yeah. figured out what it was about. It was about like body positivity and yeah, yeah. Being good with your body, with you, you know. I'm all about that bass. Yeah, you're right. I can see that. No, she has a kid now too. She does. She has a little baby boy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she's a good mom. Um, but anyway, now she is. I do like her. Um, you know what song I don't like by her? I'll be honest. Which one? Dear future husband. And I, and for one reason. It sounds like Dance With Me Tonight by Ollie Moores. Bill, I love that song. <laughs> what, Dear Future Husband or Dance With Me Tonight? The Dear Future Husband. I'm sorry. It's such a, it, it's such a good... It's the exact same melody as, as Dance With Me Tonight. Listen to both of them back to back. They sound so freaking similar. It's not even funny. All right. All right. All right. Fine. fine. I, I will listen to them before the end of tonight. I will do it. Don't worry. Or tomorrow. Yeah, listen to them back to back and tell me if I'm right. Um, I will definitely do that. But okay, yes. Let's get back on topic here. Um, you know, what yes, other songs do we, do we? Okay, what are the songs that are there? My All about the basic. No. Uh, my name is No. No. My name is. No. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a good. Well, it was a. Um, oh. oh. What's that one called? I'm trying to think of what it's called. Uh, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Oh, um, Me Too. I love that song, dude. Me Too is like, if I was you, I'd want to be me too. Want to be me too. Oh, oh my God. That. So good. She's so great. She really oh, is. Megan Trainer. if you're out there, <laughs> you're incredible. Yeah, she is. And she's really cute too. Very. Oh, Yes. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, Megan Trainer is one of my favorite female uh singers, just in general, of, of contemporary music. That is, she's got a new album coming out too, it's called Take It Back, or whatever. It's coming yeah. out soon. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I mean, the, her past couple releases have been like just so fun, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait, it's gonna be great. So, yeah, I'm a sucker for her, but yeah. And you know what? There's no shame in that, my friend. No, no shame, no shame. Um, but yeah, Megan Trainer, fantastic pop artist today. Who I really uh just yes. Um, all right, before we go any further, I have a couple of the female artists. Can I list the, can I list them off for you? Sure. All right, cool. I want to see if you know what I'm talking about. But K- Katy Perry, we forgot to mention her. Mm, okay. No, no, there is no hatred. She is incredible. I freaking love this woman so much. She is just an incredible singer. 
She's had incredible pop music, and it's great. You can't <coughs> deny the power that is Katy Perry. Okay. Um, I mean, look, I like Firework. Teenage Dream, that album. Oh, that's a good one. I do like Teenage Dream. Yes. I will say this, though. I will say this. The album Teenage Dream is the best pop album of the 2010s. And you will stand by that? I will stand by that. Because how many other albums by pop artists were that successful with the whole album? And I talked to my cousin. She's like, well, like, no, no. Really? Do you research? Teenage Dream might be the best album the album not just hit singles but album by a pop artist in the 2010s prove me wrong everyone and it is it's one of the best ones seriously you 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 would say that it had like literally seven or eight hit singles on it out of 10 songs like they were like set, california girls teenage dream Last Friday night, Firework, the one that got away. And what's the other thing? You know who um, um, allegedly that song, the one that got away, is about? Tell me more. It's allegedly about Josh Groban. Really? I, 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 I'm just going to say this. I don't really care what people think about me about this. When I listen to Katy Perry's The One That Got Away, I cry every single time. Yeah, it's allegedly about Josh Groban because they may or they may have not dated. Right. But he said, oh, we're still very, her and I are very good friends. But they never really said if they dated or not. Okay. None of them said, but allegedly the one that got away is about Josh Groban. Okay. All right. I mean, I wasn't, I was not aware of that, but yeah. This has been another rousing edition of Friend the Fox with Bill. With Bill. Oh, yeah, I mean, Katy Perry. I mean, if you're out there listening to this, I love you as well. You're incredible. Your pop music is just flat out awesome. There is no, no denying about how perfect your pop music is. There's that. Um, but yeah, Katy Perry, Teenage Dream, uh, prove me wrong, everyone. Find a better pop album from two, the 2000s and the 2010s. A whole album that is cohesive, that is incredible by pop artists, that is not just singles, one or two singles, and a bunch of filler. That album, Teenage Dream, is incredible. It has a lot of some depth to it. Like the one that got away makes me cry so much. It's incredible. Stop it. I'm going to cry. Okay. Um, Firework, baby, you're a fire. You work. Dude, come on. You can't get it. What about Roar? Oh, how can we forget Roar? That's not on that album, but yes, Roar was awesome. That album, that song, that album, uh, that had Dark Horse on it as well, which is a good one as well. But Teenage Dream, I go back to a lot, truthfully. And that's coming from a guy who's like a hardcore metalhead at some points. Katy Perry's great, just a flawless individual who has a lot of success with pop music. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, I freaking love that album, Teenage Dream. It was like my, it was my 2009 or 10. It was crazy. It doesn't. That was your 2000, 2009, 2009, 2010. That was my 2010. I remember that on the radio. I was like, let's go party last Friday night. We were, did, did, did. it's like, oh my God. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, all right. We got one more, female, okay. two more female artists we got to talk about that I, I want to bring up tonight. Okay. 
All right, Bill. That sounds good. Are you ready to discuss this person? I should be. Demi Lovato. Oh, I like her. Yes, she is. In I'm a huge fan of her music. I mean, like she is just, and also her story as well. She's come a long, long, long way since, like, you know, like re, like she went through rehab. She did a lot of mental health diagnosis stuff for her, and she yeah, really she made really, a big comeback. She and she had mental health problems too, and she had a lot of stuff going on with her. She was very much like stuck, um, with a lot of struggling mentally. She went through a lot of stuff going on in her own head and her own personal life. So she finally came. I, I watched an episode I, of. Do- this might sound pathetic, Bill. Yeah, but I, I watched. I watched an episode of Doctor Phil with her on it, <laughs> just so I could like understand her story a little bit more. You know what? That's always understand things. Understanding things is good, but not like you know. Like, I used to just brush her off as ah, she's a typical teen girl singer Disney because she got her start on. In the movie, in the Disney Channel movie Camp Rock, the Jonas Brothers, which do we want to talk about them or not? Eh, no. What do you no, think? No. I mean, we'll just say it. the Jonas Brothers, the end. <laughs> I'm sure that they seem like nice people, but. Oh, I'm sure they are. But, um, but yeah, no, Demi Lovato, though, um, I really like the song Confident. Oh, that is a great song, Bill. What's wrong with being confident? Whoa, what's wrong with being... Yeah, what is wrong with being confident? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But no, nah, she's... I really do like... And she's she's not bad looking either. She's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, she's... um. Yeah, I... What other Demi Lovato songs are there? Uh, there is uh, hold on, I just, uh, there's some stuff uh, confident, cool for the summer. Sorry, not sorry. Heart attack, heart attack. That's that earlier one. Uh, tell me you love me is a great song. I love that song. I will tell you that. I will tell me the bottom. I will tell you that I love you. <laughs> the saying, um, um, anyway, um, but anyway, I really. But um, but yeah, but you know, I do admire her when she was, you know, opening up about her mental health and her um, yeah, her problem with um, her problem with drugs and like I remember um, yeah, and and this makes me a little heated um, when she was when she was um, I think she was playing at the Grammys. Right after yeah. her whole thing, and she got out of rehab, and she was playing at the Grammys. Yeah, and um, she started the song, but she got a little choked up, and she had to stop and start again. There were people online, and you know what? I don't like talking about online trolls, but you know what? I think they—I think it's time they get a well-deserved tongue wagon from me. Like they were all saying things like, <laughs> "It's a hell of a drug," like. What was it? Cocaine or heroin or whatever it was. I think it was heroin. Oh, I, I <laughs> Heroin's a hell of a drug, isn't it? <laughs> Get me the virus a drug addict. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to say to you people who are wa- who are watching this tonight, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Sorry, JT. You're good. Go ahead. Seriously, shut up. Get a freaking life. Seriously. A girl. 
yeah, okay, she did some things that maybe aren't the best, but you know what? She's come back. She's recovered. And what, you're going to sit here and laugh at her how she could have died? You know, a friend of mine who's a big Demi Lovato fan, my friend Amanda, if you're watching this, this is for you. Um, she posted, and, and this is the statement I 100% agree with her, because around this time, um, you know, we lost Mac Miller. Oh, right, 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 right. To a uh, drug overdose. She goes, you can't sit here and make fun of Demi Lovato and scold her for a drug overdose and, and then go around and say, rest in peace, Mac Miller. That is 100% true. Because it's a double stand. It's it's a total double standard. Yeah, it's like it's like Debbie Lavalle. <laughs> what a druggie! But Mac Miller. Oh my God! Rest in peace. Like shut up, people. Just shut the hell up. Like yeah, no. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Obviously, like nobody deserves to go that young. Absolutely, but no, not at all. But still, don't sit here and poke fun at this poor girl who. Who's going through mental health stuff, drug stuff? Don't pick on her. And, but I will say the Grammys when she bounced back, like I get it was emotional. She hadn't been on stage in a while. Yeah, she hadn't been on stage in a while. And you know what? I think she bounced back very well. And the next week, she sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl and she knocked it out of the park. Yep, she told all those trolls basically to go off themselves. Yeah. So. I I like what I say. I'm a huge fan of her, not particularly, but you know what? Yeah. I really like. I like. To, I do like some of her songs, but I really like her, her resilience, how she can bounce back. Like that is something I will respect about her, one hundred percent. But I will admit, one weekend when I was away with Justin, I had the song "Confidence" stuck in my head the whole weekend. Not kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> you wish you were a fly on that wall, don't you, JT? Sort of, not going to lie. You wish you were a fly on that wall, buddy. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, yes, I'm going to follow Bill around the Connecticut Center and listen to him constantly sing confident as he's going to go crazy. He has it stuck in his head. What a great weekend. Um, But yeah, yeah Dem- Demi Lovato, I do like her. Her music's good. And she's and again, she just seems so nice. And everyone, please don't go after her about her personal issues. Please don't. No, it's not your place to do that, first and foremost. Yeah, who are you to sit in? Who are you people to sit in judgment? Damn right. Yeah, and please, if you're going to troll her on social media, get a freaking life. Just get a life. Absolutely. Completely. Again, she's very, I mean, she, music, good person. And she's very gorgeous, too. She's very pretty. Yes, facts, though. Facts. JT, JTF, just. Just the facts, baby. We just tell you the facts here on the show. Yeah, we do. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I do like her. Yeah. Anything you want to, anything else you want to say about her? No, I didn't know that. She's a big advocate for a lot of stuff, and she's, she's on tour now, too, so for her new album, so. Good for her. I haven't listened to it, but I heard it's okay. So, all right. So, all right, ready? Sacred docket. I think we got like one or two more. Truthfully, I mean, we're running. We have time still, but I'm just saying, as far as like um doing one or two more artists, though, um, I have um I actually have I have really like 
one more. Uh, I think we listen. We have to talk about him. We I, I know we don't have to. We don't want to, but we kind of have to. Who? Oh, oh yeah. Wait, uh, we'll save him for last. We'll save him for last. It's time for a well deserved. When we get there, it's time for a good fashion bashing. Who doesn't like a good fashion bashing? Do you? Oh God, Bill. <laughs> You hate me right now, don't you? <laughs> I do not. I don't hate you at all. Don't worry. Oh, um, aside from doing this show, we're very good friends. Um, yes, we've done it for 99 episodes and now we're like, God damn it. Bill. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone, but <laughs> and you um, haven't killed me yet. No, I have not. Uh, nor would I. Nor would I. Um, but bottom line, let's talk about Sean Mendes for a second. Okay. Okay. Can you get behind Sean Mendes at all? The dude is really, I, I like his stuff a lot. I, I I never guess you would like his stuff. Uh, there's nothing holding me back, and uh, what's the other one? I that's actually a guilty pleasure of mine, and oh, yeah, I'm very okay. sh- sad that I didn't talk about that when we were talking about guilty pleasures. Because you know what? It's a little embarrassed. It's all right. Uh, I like stitches. Stitches. Oh, stitches is good. Uh, and that's only Camilla. Call me, Senorita. Senorita. Yeah. Yes. But um, ain't nothing holding me back. I actually really do like that song. The, I it's a good one. Follow where she goes. It's just a fun song. It is. He's he's really. T- I mean, he. They, you know how they found him? How do they find him? The record company found him on Vine. You remember Vine that? doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. So now we have TikTok, which sucks, by the way. But um, but Sean Mendez. As far as I actually really like, I mean, he he's got some really good stuff going. He actually did a cover of Bruce Springsteen's "Dancing in the Dark" recently, which I thought was pretty cool. So, oh, I gotta listen to that now. It's on YouTube. He did it for Tommy Hilfiger, apparently, too. Really? Just saying, represent the Tommy Hilfiger banner. Not sponsored. We're not sponsored, but you can contact us if you want to at one eight hundred Got Bill. Got Bill. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but Sean Mendes is an artist actually I really like a lot. Um, he's really, really like really something. Uh, I think he's going to be a big star in the next like probably five or six years too. I mean, outside of his like his most recent releases and stuff like that, he's he's doing a good job overall. He he he's really talented, so I, I get behind him a lot. You know, a um, friend of mine, she yeah. actually went to um, Canada a few years ago. Okay, and she actually like went on this go because he's from Canada, going up where right. going from where he was from and everything, and checking out his hometown and everything. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's a little fangirlish, but nah, you do you, I guess. Right. But no, I do. Um, I do. I don't know, like I said, there are a couple songs I do like by him. Yeah, he's, he's pretty uh, like good. I said, I really do like nothing holding me back. Like I will bop out to that with no shame. Yeah. I will literally bob out to that with no shame. Yeah, I mean he's he, he's really talented. He's really good. Um, I like him a lot. So it's all it's all I can say about that. Yeah, um, all right. I we actually we missed one. Oh, we missed one for female artists, but she because she debuted I think in 2018. So we're we're getting towards the end of the decade now. Um, but Dua Lipa, do you you know her stuff at all? A little bit. I mean, dude, she is really great. And this album, Future Nostalgia, it's such a 
fun pop album. It's so fun. Oh my god, I'm like dying right here. She's great. Uh, I think she's gonna be a lot more in the next couple of years too. She's really she's being featured on a lot of other songs as well. But uh, but yeah, she's incredible. Her album, her most recent release is great. She's just an incredible pop artist. The one the one disappointing thing is that she lip syncs in her concerts. Yeah, it's true. That, that is kind of embarrassing. Like I kid you not, this is a true story, everyone. So Dua Lipa was performing somewhere. She dropped her mic and the sound was still coming out of the speakers of her voice. That's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. So she, the, uh, the song was, and then she drops the mic, picks it up, and everyone starts applauding. Oh, you dropped your mic. And they just completely lost. She wasn't even singing, which is crazy. So, but yeah, I, I, I really like her stuff. I just wish that she would actually sing. That's me. Yeah, nice. so yeah, I don't know if I know any of her songs off the top of my head. I mean, don't start, don't start now, or um, levitating, or uh, break my heart. Those are really good. Yeah, those are really good songs. Yeah, I don't know if you know them, but those are good, like fun pop songs. Yeah. Uh, we can go back to. Uh, we'll go back to uh, other pop singers in a second. I just want to. I'm going on my list here. Then I want to make sure I have my phone. There were some artists that I had on the tip of my tongue. I just forgot what they were. I have them on my list right here. So forgive me, everyone. Just taking a quick second. Um, what was it? Uh, anyways. All right. Bill and I have come to the point of the show. Where we we have, have to do it. We have to talk about this person. Or we can... We can talk about another act that made that girls like that is actually somewhat more tolerable before we get to that one. Who? One Direction. Oh, I forgot about them. You're right. See, I I, I got your back. Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about Harry Styles only because Harry Styles is still very, 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 very new. He's more of like a 2020s guy at this point, but you want to know something like this is a this is a band that really made me like when they were first big of course with you know you know you're beautiful i love that song just saying don't hate every time i heard that song on the radio i cringed but it took me a while to actually like warm up to it yeah a lot of these artists it took me a while to warm up to it yeah i hear you I, i wasn't really following like the next big thing you know yeah, but then um, and then the song "Little Things." But you know what? Little who "Little Things" was written by Harry Styles. No, we talked about him earlier. Ed Sheeran. Oh right. Oh really? Yeah, he wrote that song when he was seventeen. I didn't know that. Wow. See, you're learning stuff tonight. Um, I sure am. Yeah, but One Direction, like they didn't really didn't go that far. They released like four, five albums, and then they broke up. Yeah. You know, you know what song I actually like? The best song ever. It Because for some people, it actually is the best it, song ever. And we danced all night to the best song ever. I knew every line. Oh, my God. That's, I wonder that's... what the best song ever was. Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. We all know that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Or Hey Jude by the Beatles. I don't know. It could be. Smells like Teen Spirit. I'm just kidding. 
Sorry, Bill. I'm just kidding, bud. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, One Direction was huge. They're like the next, the one of the biggest acts on the planet at the time. Yeah, they really were. Nile Horn, you can call us. Just saying. One eight hundred got Bill. Got Bill. Yeah, but um, yeah, I wonder what what the rest of them except Harry are up to. Nile Horn has got some stuff going on. He's released a couple of solo albums. My so. brother's girlfriend actually just saw Harry Styles at the Garden a couple weeks ago. At one of his like fifteen shows there. Yep. Yeah, he's he Harry is he's pretty cool. He he he's become quite a successful act on his own. He really has. It's crazy. How he could, yeah, he could do fifteen nights at Madison Square Garden and score, you know? He's become like the Justin Timberlake of the group. Basically, he's become the more successful act of one direction. Yeah, he's become the Justin Timberlake of the group. Exactly what you just said, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are we ready? Oh God! Do we have to? Uh, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I'm ready. Well, you knew it was coming. We have to. I don't. We don't want to, but we, we have want, to. We don't want to talk about Justin Bieber, whatever your name is, Bieber. But we have to talk about him. Okay, here's a short version. He sucks. Thank you. Good night. Um, the short. No, no, but Bill and I have had serious in-depth discussion about him. Yeah, we've had ha- serious, thoughtful discussions about this. We've literally talked about how Justin Bieber, his music. He was actually a decent person when he first started out, like 2010. Right, he was a decent guy then. Right. Yeah. His music sucks still. It's baby oh, it sucks. 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 Everything never isn't terrible, I'll be honest. No, no. T- t- the only the only two songs that I, I would tolerate by him are Sorry and Love Yourself. Well, like here's the thing. When he started out like 2009, 2010, he wasn't he, he he at least was a nice kid, but his music sucked. Yeah, exactly. And then he became an asshole. Uh, and then his music became okay. It's <laughs> so funny when he was a when he was a nice guy, his music sucked, and then he became an asshole, and his music actually got better. I well, did like sorry. Yeah, and love yourself too. Those are the only and two love yourself. I and then he reformed, that. became a better person again. Is is now married to Alec Baldwin's niece. Yes, Haley Baldwin. And his music is just honestly there. God help us all. The man is just terrible. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just, it's there. It exists. It's music. There's only only a couple good Canadians that came out of Canada. And that's Michael Bublé and Brian Adams. Justin Bieber's not one of them. Rush. I meant just solo acts, but yes. Okay. Rush is definitely a good band, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So, and he technically married into the Baldwins. Why? <laughs> He's just why? I hate I hate him. I hate him so much, Bill. 
This is he needs a strong word, but like I said, he's I he has been going through never been a fan. I have never tolerated any of his music. I have never supported him. I have if if his life this is how much I don't like him. If his life was on the line, I was the only one around to save him. I would question it. No, to be fair, like come on. To be fair, he has been he has been facing some health issues, and we we wish him well. I hope he's fine. Um, Absolutely, we hope that you uh, end up in the hospital. Of course, Justin Bieber. Uh, we we Oops. wish him the best, and we hope he doesn't get sicker. Um, yes, I'm, I'm just yes. Go ahead. But no, remember who he used to date at one point? Wasn't it Selena Gomez? Yeah, he used to date Selena Gomez. Yeah, not 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 a bad couple, of course, but still. No, she's she's still really cute. She is. She's she's really nice. Yeah, she actually hosted SNL this year. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and you know what I remember what the best part of her monologue was? It was actually kind of cute. It was, you know, she was going off and she was single and guys were lined up going, I'll take you on a date, I'll take you on a date. And then I'm like, thinking, oh, I'll take you on a date. And and then and then I because um as we all possibly remember, Selena Gomez was on Barney when she was a kid. And she said, you know what? When I get nervous, I think of the words of my former co-star. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. Oh, come on. You all know the words. And the whole audience is with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Won't you say you love me too? I'm like, as much as I fucking hate Barney in that song, I got it. That was kind of cute. It was because she is freaking, she's freaking cute. I really do like her. And, you know, God only knows why she ended up with him. Yeah, she ended up with such a scummy guy. Well, you know, at least he's better now. At least he's better now. Um, at least he's a better guy now. Um, yeah, I remember when they broke up, though. That was a big thing. Um, that was. That was a big thing. But anyway, um, like, yeah, like I said, it's like now his... You know, he's, I think it's Bell's palsy or something that he has. And, you know, I wish him, I wish him well. I hope he recovers. But, um, yeah, it's just so weird that his music has just really changed. It went from music that every time you hear it, you want to just take a bat and blast the radio to, he's an asshole. But, hey, but his music now somewhat decent. So, hmm, guess it's a win. Eh, sucks he's an asshole, but... Hey, his his music is actually listenable now. Good God! To and here's the new hit from Justin Bieber. Meh. Peaches, remember that, Bill? Eh, yeah. Remember we talked about Pete the Peaches song? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do. Peaches? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ghost of You isn't terrible. What's that? Ghost. I'll settle for the ghost of you. That song. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's eh, not terrible. He's just not. I just I don't understand his logic as a human being. You know, but we know you know who we could thank for discovering him. Ah, <sighs> don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, ready to blow. Watch out. Yeah, we could thank Usher for that. 
Yes. Thanks, Usher. Yeah, thanks, Usher, for ruining our lives. Is that why you really hate Usher? No, I just don't like Usher at all because his music sucks. But um, him discovering Justin Bieber is kind of the icing on the cake, isn't it? It, 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 you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now. I said this once before, and I'm gonna say it again. There needs to be a mega song with just Pitbull, Justin Bieber, Drake, Kanye West, and on top of that, we're gonna put Usher into the mix as well. And DJ Cal is gonna mix the whole thing together. You just want to torture everyone's ears, don't you? I want a every verse. Every there's each, each part, if someone gets a different line, like Mr. 305, whatever, and then Mr. 305. And then I want that abomination of a song to come out and just to laugh at it. DJ <laughs> Khaled, if you're listening to us, do we, it. We the best music. DJ Khaled. They had to make a statement that they're the best music. We the best podcast. Yeah, you the best. We the best podcast. Yeah, yeah, you the best music, not really. We the best podcast. We the best podcast. Um, Damn right we are. Justin Bieber, you suck. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, you really do suck. Yeah, sorry. Just I, I'm not sorry at all. Uh-huh. I get it. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it's not too late to say sorry, JT. Oh, it's it's oh, it's been a long time to say sorry. <laughs> so, anything else? I think we covered a lot of bases tonight. Yeah. So we, we've got to talk about EDM, bro. Turn down for what do, 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 do. Yeah, it's me, 2010 sideways hat frat boy guy. Turn down for what do, 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 do. Oh, dude. Yeah, don't remember that music you guys were listening to. No, this is real music. I remember we played at the frat house so many times freshman year, and we got so late listening to that. Oh, it was so great. He came back, didn't he? No, he never did. Uh, I told you to stay away. I hate that guy. I I seriously hate that guy. Don't let him out of your cage. So, but I think he won't be doing just fine. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyways, I think we touched on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay. So um, that's episode 99. We want to thank you all for watching and listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Uh, please, 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 please sound off in the comment section below. This is our 99 for our mixed bag. Tune in next Friday. I'm going to make just, a post of this too. Just a reminder. Yes, Bill. Go ahead. Next week. We're going to be doing the show on Friday instead of Wednesday. Why, Bill? Because I'm going to be in um, I'm going to be in Vegas. Yeah, Bill's going to be in Vegas meeting his future wife. Just saying. Well, we all know. <laughs> so if I come home with some mysterious woman, all right, audience, I want you to meet my new wife. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I know a lot of you will have a lot of questions. Um, but anyway, um, anyway, um. But, but yeah, um, because, you know, I, we, and I thank you, JT, for being flexible and changing the date because. Of course. Because like I said, if it was a regular run-of-the-mill show, I would have just said, yeah, call Justin, call Allie. I'll see you in a week. But it's the 100th. I got to be here for the 100th. It's the, our 100th 
mixed bag. We've come a long way, ladies and gentlemen, from you our know first what? episode. I, and we'll probably talk about this a lot next Friday. What? What? Um, we just started this like randomly, just out of the blue in October of yeah. 2020. You just texted me like, "Hey, why don't we do like a weekly show in which we have like a topic that we talk and you, about?" And you came up with the title from next. Yeah, day. our first show was like we we didn't have a name for the show the first time. You said, "Okay, name to be determined." Yeah, and then, like, the yeah, next that, week, you're like, okay, we, we really got to come up with a name for this. And I'm like, how about Mixed Bag? Because we talk about a lot of things. So, therefore, it's a Mixed, mixed bag. bag. So, we're going to have, a hopefully, a star-studded panel next week. Oh, yeah. And no 2010 sideways hat frat guy will not be here. Good. And on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you guys know that yeah, Bill is correct. We're, we're going to try and have a big panel. Next week for our 100th episode, I'm going to leave a post on our community tab on our YouTube channel. So check that out as well. Uh, and we'll keep you posted on there as well with what goes on. Um, that is the day before my birthday. So it's going to be a big celebration that Friday going into that, uh, that the next day for me, uh, which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, but ultimately, guys, it's it, we, we want to do this for you. And we reached 99. We're about to reach 100. It's hard to believe we've come this long, this far. I'm blown away by this, and I and I want to. I I always say this, but I, I don't think I've ever said this before. Bill, thank you for being my co-host when I needed it, and especially when I went on my road trip and when I was at a couple of shows. Bill filled in for me, and Bill is the man. So I want to give Bill just a nice round of applause. Yeah, and I want to give you a round of applause because I've only missed one show the whole time we've been doing yeah. it. But yep, you know, when you night. guys you do the same thing, you doing the same thing, finding people to fill in for me. And that's Justin and Allie. Awesome. I know it's like over a month, but still, thank you guys. And yeah. you know what? A lot of the guests who we've had on this show, and hopefully we'll you'll see a lot of them next week. Woo! We're gonna we're reaching out to all the people that we had before, whether it be Zuck, whether it be, we reached out to Danny Boy Reginald, who does the Sports Insanity Podcast. Yeah, the Sports Insanity Podcast. We are on all platforms. Um, yeah, I'm gonna text him again, see if he's free. Um, yeah, please do. We had he we had him on one episode. No, one, one episode. One. We had him on once. We want to bring him back for one. The episode. criteria is you just got to be on one episode and you're in. Yeah, literally, if you're just on the show, we want. We're gonna have we're gonna try and have Justin on. We're gonna try and have Allie or wh whoever wants to yeah, join. Allie, I think she said she's in. So oh, good, good, okay. So at least yeah. we'll have Allie. Um, Hemsley, was, that's a little up in the air. Yeah, we've had Matt Hemsley on before, and he, he you know, Dr. Matt Hemsley, the guy we keep Dr. Matt Hemsley. Got it. I forgot his title there. Remember, he's one of the three people who we have to address by their titles. Yes, exactly. Um, um, but, but yeah, we, we were, we're trying to have more people on as time goes on for our 100th show. So just to, we, I might call my buddy Andrew, who has been on, not Mixed Deck, he's been on um, our video game streams when we do that in the past and i might have a couple other people we've got some stuff up in the air but we'll keep just tune in next friday october 14th uh for our 100th mixed, mixed bag, bag. We're, we're all just going to talk and vent yes. and we're going to say how much we love um doing this and yeah so it's it's been a hell of a ride so far and i could not be any happier. it's it. not over folks we after next week we still have a lot more to go Oh, we have we we after next week we begin the road to two hundred. Yeah, which is crazy how life just gets takes you certain directions. And I'm I'm very very lucky enough that all of our listeners, our podcast listeners, have I, I check where you guys are downloading our show from 
all over the world. And I want to thank you all for listening to us as well, not just watching, but listening as well. We are we're I personally am in shock and and amazed and feel loved that we have we have listeners of our content all across the globe. It means the world to me, and I'm sure it means the world to Bill too. But um, <laughs> but that's gonna do for this episode of Mixed Bag. He Bill already did his sports sanity plug as he always will. And check tune out in, uh, Thursday Night Gridiron tomorrow night. Yes, yes, yes. And tune in next Friday night, October 14th for our Mixed Bag 100th special coming later that day. I. We're gonna probably go for like literally three hours. I'm probably not sure about that, but we'll have to see. So I'm 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 stoked. I'm excited, and Bill's excited too. So I I am so psyched, and we will let you know the start time and everything. Yeah, I will. And when we figure that out, I'm gonna message. I'm gonna like I said, keep us keep. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, like us on Facebook, and not only that, but make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And I'll keep you posted on the community tab of our YouTube channel as well. And I'll make a post on our social media as well for everyone to tune in for our 100th show next Friday. So, but uh, for, for all of us here at the Superview show, we want to thank you for watching and uh, we'll so stay safe 